Welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast, where we empower Masters athletes to reach their full potential. Join us as we delve into the world of CrossFit and showcase the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes, because we love this sport. I'm Jason Grubb with Rick Stevenson. Hey, Rick. Uh, looking forward to another another good conversation. We have been uh, so lucky to have some great guests. I think the last three episodes, including this one, so we had Annie, then we had Joe, and today we've got Kevin Coaster, who's just a, a brilliant athlete. Rick, tell us about him. We're just going to jump right into this interview. Absolutely. And uh, as you said, it is our pleasure tonight to welcome a really interesting and successful guest, Kevin Kester, to our show. He's someone who really does it all. Husband, father, business owner, adventurer, and of course, athlete. He is a four times games qualifier, and, and he has the unique record of qualifying every other year and then ends up winning it each time. So four times games champion. But as we'll find out, proving his fitness on the competition floor, most recently in Madison, is just part of his story. So, welcome, Kevin. Glad you could join us tonight. Thanks for agreeing to hop on. Wanted to get a little bit of a conversation, have our audience learn a little bit more about you. I know your story is, is out there, but we do thank you for taking the time. And I guess, if you don't mind, we can kind of kick it back to the beginning. If you want to share with us where, where you're from originally, and did you play sports? growing up yeah well number one thanks for having me guys um two great guys in the in the community so i really appreciate being on with you i definitely played sports my sports were well actually i started as a gymnast like and i can remember watching the olympics when i was a, a young boy i must have been second grade and i looked at my parents and i said i want to do that I want to be able to do that. And I got into gymnastics. At the time, we were living in Portland, Oregon. Um, okay. I'm originally from Buffalo, New York. That's where I was born and, and, and raised until then. Um, and then my dad transferred out to the West Coast and, uh, you know, the family came with and that's what uh, began the life on the West Coast. So um, anyway, watching the Olympics and um, thinking I got to be able to do that stuff. I got to be able to flip and do everything these guys are doing. And so I actually started uh, training with a, with a club in Portland and I was there for about four or five years. I actually competed in the Junior Olympics during that time, uh, ended up winning for my age group. Um, and then we ended up moving up to Seattle. And I started to train with the University of Washington men's team. And I was only 13 at the time. I was in, yeah, I was in junior high school and I was training with them. And my dad was like, you're learning way too much about life. <laughs> like, and, uh, and I couldn't compete. There was, there was no um, competition season up here for younger gymnasts. So, and at the same time, I was ready to start you know, I mean, I was in the gym five hours a day, five days a week, you know, gymnastics is a, takes a lot of time. And so I was ready to start playing football and doing the things that I wanted to do. So I quit being a gymnast um, at about 13 years old. And that's where I started playing football. I wrestled and I ran track. And those were my sports every year. You know, this is back in the day when you had three sport athletes, mm -hmm. you know, today, you know, yeah, everybody specialized, but, um, you know, I loved playing football. I loved to wrestle, you know, the comp competitive side of it, you know, um, 
And running track was fun. I, I had a blast. I was a pole vaulter and I ended up uh, again on a junior national team and traveled all over the Orient uh, pole vaulting on this team. Um, I think I had to do it with the gymnastics background. And so that was really fun. And then uh, wasn't sure if I was going to wrestle or play football in college and decided, to be honest, that college wasn't for me. And I was ready to start my career as an iron worker at uh, 19 years old. So um, that was kind of the end of my competitive sports background. But you... Yeah, I was going to say, I, I can't imagine a better resume for future CrossFit Games champion <laughs> than the Foundation of Gymnastics and then add power from football, speed from wrestling, and, you know, endurance in the pole vault, which is a, a lot of coordination, yeah. right? Um, you couldn't have crafted yeah. a better foundation. And I can relate. I was a gymnast. I started in maybe fifth or sixth grade. I started a bit later. Uh, and I went until I was maybe in 10th grade. And I, so it made me, I, of course, I wanted to get into your gymnastics background and, and not compare stats, but, um, you know, it just made me wonder, like, you know, did you, you certainly got to the point where on the high bar you were doing release moves and um, some, some, you know, you're probably at the point on the floor where you're doing some pretty significant tumbling at that point. Um, you know, what was your, yeah. what was your favorite <laughs> event? Uh, I think we all had a favorite event, but did you have a favorite? I, I, I love the floor. Me too. I, I love the floor, um, just the acrobatics part of it, you know, and you to that point, you know, I mean, I'm 13 years old and and I was doing double backs and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. But, you know, the thing that also at that young age, my wrist and my ankles were trashed. Yep, it absolutely. was crazy how much damage it did to my wrist and ankles. Um, so I was I was not unhappy about giving them a break. <laughs> that was a, a very similar to me. Oh, I love the floor because like you can only fall from a certain height on the floor. I hated high bar because the, the difficulty level was so high. And when you fail on the horizontal bar, you fall a long way to the ground. It's a big, That's big right. drop. <laughs> uh, the rings, you just never let go. So I enjoyed that. But I'll tell you that I did my first double back so, by myself with no spot uh, at nationals. Uh, the one year I qualified for nationals, I was like, all right, I'm opening with a double back and the coach isn't there. So let's just make it work. I mean, it's kind of like <laughs> yeah, snatching, nice. you know, 225 at the games for the first time. I've never have, but like, hey, there's no other shot. You might as well do it. But I also got uh, I had a rotator cuff uh, issue that plagued me for about a year and a half. And it ended up hurting on everything. I mean, it's just it just ached and hurt all the time. And eventually I'm just tired. I'm tired of hurting. So at 15, 16, I was done and I was never going to be, I was never going to be that collegiate level athlete. I started too late and I had too many injuries at that point, but um, good on you, man. I mean, that's fun. And I've seen you do backflips off of boxes. You're, you can oh, still yeah. do some acrobatics. You can walk on your hands all day long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are some gymnastics yeah. foundations that are beneficial for, for dudes like us. Um, for sure. Then you move into your career and, you know, you move into a career that's not uh, not sitting behind a desk. You're physically very active starting at age 19. Yeah. 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 It's uh, the trade of ironwork is uh, is an interesting one. It's a brotherhood that a lot of people will never understand. Um, it's just depending on what kind of position you're in um, and I excelled at, at what we call connectors and just being in the air up on the iron. Um, and it's like, I always say, it's like doing CrossFit 10 hours a day. I mean, you're, you know, you're swinging beaters and you're climbing and you're wearing 30 pounds of tools and bolts. And, you know, it was, it was an adrenaline rush all day long. Cool. And, and it was a race. 
right? Like everything's a race. So uh, I, I ended up doing that. I mean, I still do every once in a while, get out. My boy is in now, he's 21 and, and he's in the trade. And so uh, when I can, um, I get out and go play with him and a couple of the, the youngsters and have some fun still. But uh, yeah, it was, it was during that time. I mean, I was always doing something, you know, I was in the gym whenever I was slow at work or work was easy. I would go to the gym and work out and my buddy he had a big powerlifting bodybuilding gym. I'd go do that, you know, um, played indoor soccer, played flag football. Yep. I mean, I did it all, you yep. know, skied, snowboarded, you know, whatever, whatever kind of tickled my fancy at the time. So um, I always was moving. Um, the thing is, is with, you were active and, and you, yeah, you, found, absolutely. you found a way to balance both your, your young career and I'm assuming a young family at, yep, at that point. Yeah, for sure. But you didn't take a step back, and this is well before you know, uh, you know, a CrossFit journey. But yeah. what you did is you found ways to challenge yourself. You know, I yes. I can keep up with these guys, or I can do this faster. I can do this better because, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of that's now is not just even you in the gym. You find ways to use your fitness well outside of the gym. Yeah. And challenge and challenge myself. You know, I mean, it's um, everything I do today, but if I'm training, I'm trying to figure out, <clears throat> excuse me, how is this benefiting my training? Right. And sometimes it's not even physical. Sometimes it's mental. Um, for instance, last year I was part of a team on a goat hunt up in the Beartooth Mountains in Montana. And I was asked just to be part of that team. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And on the, the hike out, you know, it's, I mean, 15,000 feet were coming down. It was 16 miles that we'd been hiking in snow. And it just, it was a miserable weather, like everything it took mentally. And I, I was, I think it was, it was right before the Masters Collective last year. Okay. Yep. And yeah, because yep. it was the beginning. It was like October 2nd or something. And that's all I was thinking on the way down. I go, I guarantee <laughs> nobody's doing this shit today. <laughs> right? right. So I'm raising my hand. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, it's no, it's not CrossFit, but no, it, it was mental. making me, I mean, physically, it was great work, but mentally, it, that's the kind of stuff that makes you so strong. Right. And then yeah. I always say it every time you do something hard, yeah. it makes it easier to do something hard or harder the next time. Right. I, so, I think you like that phrase. I, you've seen, you've used that before. It's okay. Just do hard shit. It's, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with having that mentality. And I think that that's maybe what we're missing a little bit of now in certain parts of our society. But you know, I digress on, on that. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Well, how did you find yourself, you know, along the road, obviously, where does CrossFit come into play? One. And then two, when do you realize you're good enough to uh, make a move in CrossFit and do something on a bigger stage? Yeah, that's kind of a funny story. I was um, so at this point. I had, when I realized that I could have as much fun building my business as I did building structures, at some point you got to make that transition, right? Um, and, and I made that transition or transition and I was like, it's time to take the business to another level. And I knew that I needed to move into the office and focus on business development and relationships and all those things, right? Um, but I was missing the physical side of it. After doing it as long as I did at this point, you know, I'd been out in the field for 20 years probably, okay. and it was time to uh, to make that transition. So I started working out a lot. And this is probably when I was in my early 40s. 
You know, I, I started to move out of the field, work out. So for probably 10 years, I was definitely back in. I was doing a lot of hot yoga, uh, you know, just all types of different stuff. Um, and my neighbor, she was just starting CrossFit. And she's and this is when I was probably 47, 48. And she's like, Kev, you got to come to CrossFit with me. I think you'd be good at it. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll give her a try. So I went to a Saturday class and I had a blast. And, but I wasn't ready to commit to a schedule, like having to show up to a class. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing my thing. About six months later, my buddy was like, Hey, I'm going to start CrossFit at a different gym. So I started it with him and I really started to get into it. I transferred to a gym right next to my house and, uh, I'd probably been in it for less than a year. And one of the coaches says, Hey, why don't you do the open this year? And I was like, well, what's that? Mm -hmm. I had no idea. And he's like, it's the beginning to the CrossFit season, right? At this time I'm 49. So I'm the oldest in the age group of the 45 to 49s. And I said, uh, well, can you explain a little bit about it? He's telling me about it. And then he goes, by the way, can you please get some CrossFit shoes? Like I was, yeah. you know, just running around in like Nike runners. I don't know what the hell I was wearing. You know? yeah. We all have and that so, beginning. <laughs> the first year, um, and I remember doing it, competing against uh, Bill and, and James Grunler, right? And I'm like, who are these guys, right? Um, and I ended up taking like 59th or 54th or something my first year in the open, first year I'd ever done it. And I've been doing CrossFit for maybe six months. So at that time, I said, okay. And I talked to my coach and he's like, you can do it. He goes, I did your scores. He goes, you would have been top 10 for sure in the over 50s. So um, I just kind of got on a mission. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to turn 50 next year. My goal is to make it to the CrossFit Games. And so I started to train regularly, just doing classes, but I was always doing extra work and stuff. And I went into the Open um, that next year at 50 and did fine. I was like 14th or something because I wasn't great at some of the lifts. So like my Olympic lifting was shit still isn't great. Like that's, you know, my weakness, but I was just like, um, I did it. And, and that just pissed me off to be honest. Cause I'm like, I know I can beat these guys. So then I was on a real mission. Um, and I ended up winning the qualifiers at that time. We only had one qualifier, yeah. right? Yeah. It was the old the, AGOQ. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, uh, I ended up placing first in that. And so then I changed my goal and was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to the games to win. Um, and kind of got my mindset and, and that's what I did. So I went in 2017 and that was the first time. And I'd only been doing CrossFit for a little over a year at that time. And I went and won the games and it was, I, I like to say it was based on, um, just athleticism and honestly just grit. grit. Like yes. I wasn't going to quit, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and, and they had some really cool events that year, the obstacle course, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there was the swim run thing. I didn't know how to swim. I dog paddled the whole time. Oh man. But, you know, <laughs> I, got in the, I got in the water in first, in first place and came out in like eight. <laughs> Everyone passed me on the swim and my kid's just yelling at me. He's like, dad, you got to pass seven people. <laughs> and I'm looking and I can see a quarter mile. I'm like, it's only a mile and a half and I can see a quarter mile and there's nobody in front of me. <laughs> I'm like, but somehow I did. And I, I ended up like second or third overall. So it's just, you know, that's just grit. That's not being a good CrossFitter. <laughs> 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 again. 
Yep. Or, or stupidity or whatever yep. you want to call it, but you're, you're, not, you're not knowing almost, when to quit. You were almost, uh, it was what you were better at knowing what, not knowing what you didn't know that first year. Oh yeah. yeah. I had That's no clue. Yeah. No clue. I yeah, just go out and go hard, you know? And then in 2018, you, you took a year off. No? Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I did. I, uh, I had accomplished my goal. You know, I turned 50. The goal was to obviously first it was to make the games. Then I decided, you know, no, the goal is to win. Um, so I accomplished that goal and I didn't feel a need to go back and do it again. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm done with CrossFit. That was cool. And, um, you know, I was just doing different things. And what I realized was the amount of people that I was able to inspire. And I didn't know that, right? I had, I didn't do any social media. Everyone's like, dude, you're a ghost. Like, where, how do we find you? How do we find, and I'm like, well, I don't even know what you're talking about. You know, like, I don't even know what Instagram is, you know? And so, um, in 18, I, I took that year off, but even down to my, some of my employees in, in my steel business, you know, and just to watch people transform themselves in my office and, and even some of my superintendents, just how they changed their life. Maybe they drank too much and, you know, didn't eat right. And so it was really, really cool to see that. And the more that I heard that, I was like, you know what, maybe I have a, a God-given gift, talent, whatever, to be able to share with people, to inspire them to do more for themselves. Um, and my wife and I were at a children's hospital event and um, we we were talking about, for me, it was like, okay, I, I attained these goals at 50. I'm now I'm 51 and I'm thinking, what's next? You know, my kids are don't really need me as much anymore. My business is kind of on step. Not that it's still not work, but it's on step. I've got a lot of great people. And, you know, what it what is it? And at that time on that night, I, I just was really inspired by a lot of people there. And I said, you know what? It's time for me to to inspire people to mentor people, young people, you know, um, and to give back. And how you give back is can happen in a, in a lot of different ways. For me, um, that's when I started thinking about opening a, a CrossFit gym, right, and being able to give back to a community and invest money into building a state-of-the-art gym um, that people could become better versions of themselves. So that's kind of my, my goal. And going back into 19, um, and we talked a little bit about it earlier, you know, I wasn't sure where I'd fall, like if I just got lucky, I didn't know. Um, but I was like, all right, I'm going to go back in 19 and I'm going to try to do a repeat. Mm -hmm. So, and it happened. Yeah. And I'll tell you that I first saw you in 2019. I was, uh, I was at Whole Foods and I saw what had to be a games athlete, a CrossFit games athlete, white beard, you know, walking in, but you know, sizable muscly guy and just thinking like, <laughs> yeah. man, I want to be that guy. I don't know how old that guy is, but that I want to be that guy in 10 years. Right. And, uh, Sure enough, that was the first time I saw you. I didn't really see you again until we both had white shirts on. And I think I came yep. over and got a picture with you. And I have I have that picture, yep. actually, um, from 2019. Oh, yeah. You won again. Uh, that was my first win. And that was really special. And we've been able to share the white shirt in 19, 21 for you, 23 for yep. you. Um which yeah. has been fun. And over the, of course, this year we were strategizing the whole time. Like, all right, this is what yeah. you're going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And like, <laughs> I remember we were in the warm up area this year and uh, you were doing some snatching. I think I was visualizing my way through some snatches or we're warming. I think we're warming up for that event. I don't remember. And uh, you're like, hey, let's get through this Olympic lifting event and then 
win everything yeah. else. And I was like, that sounds like a plan. That's my plan too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think yeah, that was the beginning. It gave you kind of, yeah, gave you a lot of an fun. idea of, uh, you know, what now, was out there and how you were going to attack the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've heard rumors that you choose to take, uh, every other year off now intentionally so that you can do other things. Um, but I don't know if that's true. I mean, it just looks pretty. It's every, I think it's every other year. Now, now there's a custom, what's your story behind that? And, and is that going to happen yeah. this year? What it's a, it's a fun myth, a fun idea, but I, I want to know the truth. Why do you, why every other year yeah. now? So, <laughs> the ghost comes you know, out. It, it's funny because I think CrossFit said something about that at the beginning of the year, you know, and they're kind of promoting athletes and they're like, yeah, he only does it every other year. And I was like, huh, yeah, maybe, <laughs> I, you know, like <laughs> it definitely wasn't planned. It was accidental. So again, oh yeah. In two, again, in 2018, I was like, no, I'm done. You know? So, um, I wasn't planning on competing that year or ever again, to be honest. Uh, 19 was when I wanted, decided to come back and, and, you know, um, take part in my mission to inspire people, you know, um, and 20 was COVID. So there was, there was nothing to do there. And then 21, I was like, well, maybe I'll go do this again. This year, I will be the oldest in my age group. You know, I was almost 55 when I showed up for the games because I turned 55, what, two weeks after I won in the 50 to 54. Right. So um, that was my goal. I'm like, can I go win as the oldest athlete in the age group, you know, at the top end and do something. And that was a, that was a new and different challenge for me, you know, and that's, that's what it's for me. I have to have something that drives me so that I don't put that bar down in training. I do the extra reps. I see somebody on the trail and I chase them down and pass them and smile. And, and, you know, I mean, whatever it is, I'm like, okay, that's my, my competition. So it's gotta be something to drive me. And I did that, um, in in 21 that was the goal you know um and then i i aged up to 55 in 22 and i wasn't interested in doing jumping pull-ups i'm like uh, you know i i'm not interested in doing scaled workouts and and so i was just like no my my career is definitely over now um and then i thought you know what i got a really good challenge Maybe I'll reach out to CrossFit and see if they'll let me compete in the 50s at 57 or 56. And it, I don't think it's really been talked about much, but now that the games is over with, I mean, I was in a battle with them for a month, Interesting. Wow. six weeks before going to the games and they would not allow me to compete down. And okay. I basically, it got to the point where they told me to cease and desist. Like, listen, okay. you, you are welcome to do the, the open workouts, mm -hmm. but you cannot turn your score in. And if you falsify your age, you'll be banned for four years. And it was just like, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. I don't understand. You got Sam Briggs in here who's, you know, whatever she is, and she's competing in the individuals. And yeah. I know she's yeah. over 35. Mm -hmm. I'm like, so what is the difference? Well, the difference is she does the same workouts they do in the open, right? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm happy to do them. That's why I'm asking to do the harder workouts in the open. Mm -hmm. And that's where they said, no, you can't do that. So 
I, I, I took it up every chain I could and, and ultimately just got the big astounding, no, you can't do it. <laughs> no. So that just, okay. that pissed me off. That's okay. Well, <laughs> this is, I, I'm glad you're telling us this story because there's one uh, side of it. I think that you did win. I'm imagining that the answer is yes, that you went and petitioned Wadapalooza that year. I did. Okay. I did. That was that, that was, was the year before though. That was yeah. after I won in nineteen and I had turned fifty five yeah, right. in September, right after the games. Right. So going into January of twenty two. Twenty two. And that's right. And heard, so they Well, we heard the rumors that you were in our division. We we're like, wait a minute, he aged up. And then you showed up. That's where I first met you. I was like, oh boy, yeah. he is in our division. <laughs> like, yeah. This is not- yeah. So I, I asked him, I'm like, hey, I'll take my invitation, but can I compete in the 50s instead? And they were like, they didn't care. Yeah. They were like, sure. That's right. Whatever you want to do. So that was, that was really fun. Um, but then, you know, so for 23 after that, I almost didn't do the open. And, and I'm like, what is that going to do? Really? I mean, that's, I, I was just, I was so upset about it that they wouldn't allow me to do something to, again, my mission being to inspire people. And I'm like, what a, what a great thing that would be, you know, mm-hmm. um, to be okay. able to do that. Yeah. And so at that point I was like, okay, let's change the mindset. I need something. And, and that kind of fueled me. And I'm like, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm going to, my goal is to go dominate. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, I want to dominate. And so I feel like I was able to accomplish that goal this year between the open and then the, the semis and the quarters and winning by over a hundred points and then winning the games by almost 200 points, you know, and the goal, my goal honestly was to be able to walk into the last event knowing that I'd already won the games and, you know, um, so that was a, it was just, I had to have something to drive me to train this year. And do you, I was going to say, do you have a big whiteboard behind you or maybe at the gym and you just big check mark mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. It is fun having well, a, a goal. You know, that, that's, I find that same thing. Like I have to have something that motivates me. Um, and I, I know myself well enough as a, just how my internal, the internal wiring that drives me is similar in the sense that I have to have something I'm pursuing. There's something I'm going yeah. for. Uh, people, I did a couple of, uh, I think you've done some uh, Ironmans or half Ironmans or some distance stuff, yeah. but I did two half Ironmans after the games in uh, 2021 and 2022, because what I wanted to do was just take a break from CrossFit and let my body heal from some of the wear and tear that I felt at that time. And I, was, I just knew myself knowing that, well, I can't do nothing and I can't like pretend to be trying to stay fit for no reason. Like, I, I okay, I'm okay. just going to sign up for a half Ironman and it's just lofty yeah. enough that I actually have to go for it. I have to train. And the first year was survival. The second year was like, okay, let's let's push this half Ironman thing. Mm-hmm. And I wagered, uh, you know, a couple of beers against my son. He did. He trained, and like the whole goal that year was like, can I can I beat my 21 year old son in a half Ironman? Because he's quite an endurance athlete. <laughs> nice. And then I sold my soul yeah. to ensure that that happened. I mean, I went for it, nice. and it was I paid the price. And to end that story, he forgot his wallet, so. One, he didn't have a license and he looks like he's like, he looks like an 18 year old. So he didn't have his license. I can't even buy him a beer that night to celebrate. We just wanted to have a nice, a cold <laughs> beer, but whatever, yeah. it's done. Um, but yeah. that's, that's fun, Kevin. So, um, I mean, of course, uh, where does, what does 2024 look like for you? You know, I'm trying to figure that out now. Um, 
and, and speaking and doing those different events, I agree a hundred percent, like having a goal. I did a swim run event last year mm-hmm. that was almost six miles of swimming and 18 miles of running. And I was tethered to my partner who is a six foot four triathlete oh. and we have a three meter tether. And this was in Portland, Maine. So we were out in the Atlantic ocean and you're basically island hopping. So you're running in your wetsuit and you're swimming in your tennis shoes. You're tethered together the whole time. Oh. So I think oh I think it took us four and a half hours or something to do the event. Um, and my goal was just to not stop. Yeah. Like he, yeah. this guy, you know, and he's my age and he's just an absolute animal. But I'm like, okay, Max, if I can keep, if I just, I don't want to have tension in this line the whole day, you know? And so it was, uh, but I was able to train and I didn't, I didn't do a lot of lifting that summer, but I was running and swimming, you know, three or four days a week. And then I would go in and do, you know, whatever in the gym. I was definitely still in the gym, but, um, yeah, it, you had to have that focus. So did some different stuff. Um, went down and did high rocks in LA and that was a blast. Um, I really enjoyed that because I do love to run. And I think, you know, there's a, there's a possibility I'll, I'll do high rocks again. Um, maybe, maybe like a competitive Spartan race in, in age appropriate, you know, Mm -hmm. so that I have a goal. I've done a handful of them and I love them, but they've always been with friends and family more for fun. Um, I don't think that I, you know, with, I I don't really even know what's going on with the CrossFit games right now. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be legends, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to host it. Is it going to be called legends? Is it going to be called the CrossFit games? Do we know what the hell it's going to be called? We don't know yet. That's the thing. Yeah. No, we don't know. I think they're they're landing on um, the time frame around August to be immediately a few weeks or so after the individuals go. So the layout of the season should be the same, open, quarters, semis, and then whatever they call the the final. Um, So it should look like that. But it's interesting, Kevin. What do you want it to be called? Does the name matter? It does to me. Like I, some, you know, it just, I mean, when I think about it, I'm, I feel blessed that I'll be the last CrossFit games champion, you know? And I think that, Hey, I'm going to the CrossFit games. It's the biggest event in the world. You know, it's um, no disrespect to legends cause they do a great job, you know, but it's, it, it sounds more like a, it, a local competition, you know, or, and it's not local. I get it, but you know yep. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not the CrossFit games. So, um, but hey, it's it's whatever. I mean, they're I'm, gonna, I'm not too worried about it to be honest. Right. It's not keeping you up at night. They're gonna <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What they'll do is that uh, when they decide on that, this will be a good test for their team. Is the messaging? Um, yeah. And if it's the final event of the age group season, then that's all we can ask for. It, it won't be yeah. like we're having to choose between trying to qualify for the games and try, trying to qualify for another event. So if that's the track and that's where the Jasons will be, you know, and yeah. the others, then then that's the tip of the spear. So, yeah, I mean, we'll Kevin, see. here's I, what know, we got to do, bro. I don't know. I, like you go, if you go for five, I go for five. That's the next, that's the competition, man. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. are you going to let me get one up on you? I mean, that's this is legit. Uh, this is craziness. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe uh, maybe if you do and it looks and sounds really cool, I'll have to come after right, you. Right, right. And then that'll give me a goal to stay ahead of Kevin. My whole life, uh, yeah. we'll literally do this into our 80s. Yeah. So, Kevin, I, you know, as, as someone who 
I mean, I own a business, you own a business, Rick works, we all train, we all have these aspirations to yeah. be really great at our sport or a sport. Um, I think all of us seek to inspire others as well. But there's a there's this huge imbalance in our lives when we do that. How, how do you manage? I know you're, you mentioned your kids are a little bit older now, but how... How have you managed that in your, your work-life balance or imbalance? I mean, I always talk about it being very imbalanced yeah. if you want to be great at something. But Especially, what's your take? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree with both. I think you do. You have to sacrifice a lot, right? And so I, I try to sacrifice the things that aren't moving my dial in the right direction. You know, um, point. unfortunately, sometimes that's social events, um, you know, things like that, you know, and uh, I feel sorry for my wife sometimes. She'll, you know, tease me, but she's a trooper and supports me and she knows and, um, you know, I'll go to things and I'm not partaking or whatever. And but all my friends know and, you know, um, but when it's all said and done, yes, it's about um, you have to sacrifice in some way. And to be honest, I feel like that's part of the journey. You know, I want to sacrifice. I want to hurt. I want mm-hmm. to, I want to feel like I've given things up that other people aren't willing to do, right? To separate myself. So, um, the, the, the work life balance thing, you know, um, I don't, like I said, I don't do a lot of things that don't have a purpose in my day. I get up. I go to work. I work hard. I'm very deliberate about my work. I like to say I have very little wasted time in my day. My office is a mile and a half from my house. My gym is 200 yards from my office. You know, I mean, it's all about efficiency. And it's 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 what I've done my whole life as an iron worker. And my life is about efficiency. And, um, you know, I'm scheduled to the half hour increment every day from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. And that's how I live my life. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I get a Sunday and I don't have a lot to do. And I look around and going, what the hell am I going to do now? <laughs> you know, I, so uh, it's just me and everybody knows it that that's around me and they, they joke and kid and we, you know, but uh, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's about just continuing to move. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I'm not making excuses for it either. Right. Like I don't, I, I've made this choice and, and when I dedicate myself to doing something, I, there's really not much that's going to stop me and I'm not going to make excuses for it. I'm not going to say, Hey, sorry, I can't come to this dinner tonight. Sorry, I can't do that. Right. I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to be okay with yeah. that. So I think that's part of it. You know, the family, again, my kids are older, which is why I didn't start CrossFit until they were older, you know, and my son, he'll come and train with me whenever he's not working and available to train, you know? Um, So yeah, it's kind of a family thing. too. Has your son gotten to the place where he can beat you at things? Oh Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh That's awesome. Interesting. Oh yeah. Uh, He's, he's an animal. Um, And it's been really fun to, you know, it's kind of re-energized me from the business standpoint to get him in the business and he's an apprentice now and um but he's he's moving through the ranks very fast um and so it's super fun to watch him do that but from a physical standpoint you know he start he is a he was a soccer player on the Sounders Academy. And so he could run like nobody's business, you know, and I'm like, he started beating me in, in runs. We'd go on a four or five mile run and he would just smoke me yeah. probably by the time he was 11 years oh. old, you know, and then it just went from there. And now it's like snowboarding, mountain biking. I'm just a step behind him. And I'm like, yep, yeah, that's as fast as this guy's going. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. You're trying. I love yeah. Yeah, oh, on yeah. my mountain oh, yeah. bike, I've had too many bad crashes, and and I've ended up in the hospital a couple times from those. My snowboard, a little bit more forgiving, so I still get pretty stupid on that. <laughs> okay. uh, my son is uh, he's twenty two now, 
So it sounds like they're similar ages. But uh, during the 2021 yeah. games, we opened with yeah, it's 2022. I don't. We opened with a four and a half mile run. That was 21, right? Yeah, um, yeah. four yeah. and a half yeah. mile yeah. run, first event, and so the day before the event, or even the morning of, I can't remember. Uh, he sends me a message. He's like, Dad, I ran the four and a half miles. Here's my split times. Here's how to get this time. And we had actually done yeah. some training that year together. That was the year that we uh, did an Ironman uh, together. And uh, yeah, he, he set some paces. And then actually at the games, we all went together or we had staggered. So, but we were all on the field together. We staggered. But it was three, two, one, go run as fast as you can for four and a half miles. So yeah. I, I did yeah. crush his yeah. time. And he was like, I did. Yeah. like, Dad, I yeah. can't believe you ran like a, a 620 or whatever for four miles. I was like, bro, this other guy that I was chasing would not slow down. I didn't want to run that fast, but I'm not losing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not losing a run event. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, it's so much fun to have kids that, kids that do that. Um, Kevin, you mentioned out uh, the outdoors. You mentioned uh, mountain biking, snowboarding. You know, you've taken your fitness yeah. to do some pretty special things. Um, I mean, you know, fifteen thousand feet hike. What are what's what's some of your yeah. what are some of your favorite outside of the gym activities where your fitness helps you live an adventurous life? Um, I'm an avid backcountry elk hunter. Yeah, and that's probably my my number one go to. Um, you know, this year I I took most of the month of September off, and I was in the backcountry in Wyoming and in Montana. Um, and typically, everything we do is on our backs. You know, so um, we get you have to be in pretty damn good shape to do it, you know, uh, mentally to stay in the game. And it's all archery hunting. So uh, very challenging. You know, there's maybe a 10 percent success rate for um DYI, which is do it yourself, um, Mm -hmm. archery hunting, you know, and, uh, I was fortunate to, uh, harvest an elk in, in Wyoming and in Montana this year and put, put in the work and my freezer is full. So I'm with you, Jason. I eat probably a pound of hamburger elk meat every day and elk meat has the highest natural creatine of any protein. So and, and I hammer that stuff every day. Dude, every day. I, <laughs> so, that's uh, we mentioned before yeah. the show. I'm in Birmingham and I have people inviting me to go hunting. So we won't we won't find elk down here. Uh, but I will ideally have freezer fulls of natural meat, which is just a dream that's come right. true. Venison. Yeah, I mean, just, that's great. find a good processor and you're Let's in great shape. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, um, that's kind of number one, you know, and we pack heavy loads and, um, you know, it's getting in and we do things in the back country. So I'll go in with an 80 pound pack and, you know, for, for long yeah. hikes. And, yeah. And then, pounds. uh, um, that's part of it. And then my love is snowboarding and, and it's all backcountry snowboarding. Right. So even last year, my son and I did some epic trips and we will even go up to the local mountains and hike into the backcountry and snowboard. And we may get two laps in all day because we'll work for four hours to get up to the peak you know, and then ride four feet of untracked snow that nobody's been in, you know? So, um, I, I love to, I love to snowboard. Um, my, that's what I always say. I said, Hey, my goal is that I'm still hucking backflips on my snowboard at 60 plus, you know, <laughs> bro. That's my goal is to do whatever you're doing 10 years ahead. <laughs> just, I'm just going to keep an eye on you. So, yeah. and just know yeah. that like, you're not just inspiring young people to do really great things. You're inspiring 48 year olds. Well, I'll be 48 this year mm-hmm. to, to stay 
young. Like I, you were inspirational. The minute I saw you, I was like, I want to be Kevin in 10 years. I want to be in the game in 10 years. I want to look like that. I want to have that amount of muscle on my body. Um, I'm pretty sure that all my, my, I don't know if I'll have, I mean, my hair's turning gray. I, my dad's hair was white. I may catch up to you there too, man. It's just, I'm on the road, you know, to, to, yeah. uh, I have to grow my hair out somehow, but, um, that's a whole other thing. Um, well, well yeah. I was, Rich. I was going to ask circling back, um, when you're talking about inspiring people, uh, the, the gym, that you own. Uh, yeah. How have you been able to uh, you know, be that presence there um, as the gym owner uh, helping? And I would imagine there's probably a uh, more percentage of, of masters athletes than uh, than youngsters at, at your place. Uh, we have, a, a we have a really, it's a, it's a mix, it's a mix. you know, and we've, we have hundreds of, of members now and you know, it's like, uh, it's like anything, any business, you mm-hmm. have to have people that manage things and be able to delegate. And I've got a great partner and general manager, uh, Justin Gert, yep. and he, he has got an amazing story and that he's been documented by CrossFit, you know, yep. Justin's story. He was over 400 pounds, found CrossFit and now he's a, an animal at 200 pounds, you know? Um, and so he's, he's amazing with the members and with the people. And so he takes care of all of our day-to-day operations. Uh, I roll in, you know, once a week we talk, um, we have our, we call it our founders meeting once a week and, you know, there's always stuff like that. And we're, um, yeah, it's just having, having somebody like that is the key, you know? Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been really cool. And, and we have just got some amazing people all the way around. We just, one of our members, she just ran a, a double DECA Ironman. That's 20 Ironmans back to back. She's the fourth woman in the world Whoa, to ever complete this task. Yes. Say, yeah. say, t- say that 20 yeah. Ironmans. 20 Ironmans back to back in 20 days. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's, that sounds terrible. So, that sounds so, and, terrible. Yeah. Painful. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. She broke her arm in the bike ride. A little girl ran out in front of her. She crashed, broke her arm, went, got it in a cast for real broken, and came back, finished the bike ride, and then did the whole run. And you do the math. Wow. 20 marathons. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. She, okay. She's amazing. That anyway, yeah, we've got a, lot, a very, very diverse group. Well, and that includes Pat, right? Oh, that, yeah, that includes Pat and, and Sherry Ann. And I mean, today we had, uh, I think we had 12 masters at the one to three. So it's, we're open gym from one to three. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of them are retired. Some of them are not. Personally, it's time for me to get out of my office at that mm-hmm. time and right. go, you know, get loose. And uh, we, we train and we had like 12 of us just getting after it today. I mean, Sherry Ann and I were racing handstand walk after handstand walk, you know, it was just, and then jump on the bike and then back to the hands. It was, it was way too much fun. And, you know, of course, Pat's just cheering everybody on the whole time. Like he does. (laughs) I gotta gotta fly out there. I gotta fly out and hang out with you guys for a week. That'd be so much fun. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You're always welcome. Always Maybe welcome. we'll do a Masters of Motion podcast field trip, Rick. When we get this, when yes. we get all the sponsors, <laughs> and we're just and sponsors just <laughs> rain in hundred dollar bills on us. We'll just start taking trips. It'll be easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Kevin, how can people find you online? Uh, you are an inspiration now. How do we find you? How do we follow your journey? 
Um, really the only thing I do is just, uh, Instagram, Kevin J. Kester, um, you know, and it's just, it's kind of my life, yeah. you know, I, I, obviously I, I do a lot about CrossFit cause mm-hmm. I, I just think it's cool to be able to show people what somebody, uh, with gray hair can do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. Yep. And, and you're, you're pretty and you're open. You just, whatever you're doing, I've seen it, whatever you're doing, it's there. Like some, there's some iron working on there. There's some backcountry on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's, it's something I like to keep track of to see where you're at. I know that we, we were trying to schedule you in September. Yeah. You're like, guys, September's not going to work. I am yeah. very remote in yeah. September. We understand. Is, we get it, man. Yeah, yeah. And my daughter got married last weekend, so it's like, you know, it was all about all about family. And, uh, yeah, I'm a simple man is what I like to say. <laughs> simple man with big goals. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for coming on with us, man. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Of course. We'll see you all later. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Masters in Motion podcast. If you found this episode to be helpful, we'd be so grateful if you could take a moment to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Your support helps us reach more listeners and grow our Masters community. Until next time, get bolder, not older. See ya.